0: So today, uh, I just want to just share just a word that uh, is so simple and yet so powerful. It is a reminder from the Holy Spirit. Let us uh, read even from the Word of God that is taken from Matthew chapter 12, verse 18 to 21. I am reading from the New Living Translation. Look at my servant whom I have chosen, He is my beloved who pleases me. I will pour my spirit upon him and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not fight or shout or raise his voice in public, but he will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. Finally, he will cause justice to be victorious and his name will be the hope Of all the world. Father, we want to thank you, Lord, that your word gives hope. Jesus is our hope, and the faith that we have will lead us to hope and to love. We just want to pray for the hearing of of the Word. We pray for the obeying of the Word. We pray for the light to shine through, Lord, every heart and every life that hears the Word of hope, the Word of life. We give you thanks. We praise you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. We have just concluded the series on the gathering. I I believe that you have been blessed by all the... uh, uh, Word of God that has been shared in the last three or four weeks. And now we are starting on a series on uh, the arrival. And this series is in preparation for Advent, in for coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The quotation that we have just read just now from the Gospel of Matthew is by the prophet Isaiah from chapter 42 to 1. To four. This is the servant song and it speaks of Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one, the one that has been sent in which the Spirit of God, the fullness of God, God the Father was involved, the Spirit is involved and Jesus is involved in your salvation, in my salvation, in bringing hope to the world. And this is contrary from what we have read, that He will not come to either to crush the bruise or to to flicker or to put out the flickering candle or smoldering wick, but he will cause justice to be victorious. It is contrary to the first century Jewish rabbinic expectation that that the Messiah would not arrive with political agenda, military campaigns or great fanfare, but with gentleness meekness and compassion, declaring God's gentleness, God's righteousness, even for the Gentiles and the nations. The Messiah, Jesus or Yeshua, would not stir up revolution or force His way into power. You know that the reed was uh, something that the shepherd will fashion uh, in order to make a musical instrument. Once it is cracked or worn out, it will be useless. Same thing with the smoldering wick or the flickering candle. was It will be useless once it does not give out light. And these two examples represent people like you and me who are deemed useless and insignificant by the world. And Christ's work, Christ's coming for you and I was to restore and to reignite and to rekindle People who are poor in spirit, not to crush people, not to punish people, not to condemn people, but to raise the lowliest of the lost, which includes you and me. We know about the beatitude, the first of the beatitude, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Who did Jesus come from to bring into His kingdom? It is for the poor in spirit. Those who consider themselves insignificant, those who are spiritually bankrupt, and those who are totally dependent on God, they know that we know that we cannot do anything by ourselves. We cannot save ourselves. We do not know what is the beginning and what is the end. But when Jesus comes, you and I will be blessed. Because he will not push us down, but he will lift us up. Even in a message translation uh, from Matthew chapter 5, 3, he says that you are blessed when you are at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and His rule. And we pray that today and every time we are confronted by the hope. God, We are confronted by the grace of God. We are thankful for our salvation. We will constantly pray, Lord, less of me because I, by myself, I do not want things from God. I do not want to obey God. I do not want to be morally right and, and ethically right. But with you in my life and more of you, I can do good for you. The word he will cause justice to be victorious suggests that Jesus is the one who will bring salvation. He will be the rescue of the harassed and the helpless that Jesus mentions in Matthew chapter 9 and of the weary and burdened that Jesus mentions in Matthew chapter 11. The work of the Messiah was so gentle, so compassionate that the weak are not trampled on and crushed until justice, the full righteousness of God is victorious. And this ha- He has done by going to the cross and by taking upon Himself your sins and my sins. He took the wrath and the punishment of God that we deserve so that you and I will be made righteous. You and I can be just legally right before God and only Jesus can do that and that is why is his name there is hope for everyone who calls on his name the greek word hope is elpizo and means it is to anticipate usually with pleasure confident expectation of good do you know that there is no one in the history of the world that has been prophesied that people have been expecting except the Lord Jesus Christ. Nobody expects Alexander the Great or Hitler or any of the famous people, Napoleon or any of the famous people in the history of this world to come. They just came. They just appeared. They just became who they are because of their ambition, because of their greed, because of their what, what they wanted to do. But for the Lord Jesus Christ, he is the only man. He is the only God man in history that we people have been expecting. The Jews has been expecting even the wise men that came to Bethlehem to bring gifts were also expecting. So Jesus is the fulfillment of the expectation of His first coming. Everything in the Word of God, in the prophecies, in the Old Testament, in Isaiah, even in Psalms, spoke about Jesus coming. Even to His very lineage, He will come from the tribe of Judah, where He was to be born in Bethlehem. And what was His work in Isaiah chapter 53? says, He will be crushed by God because of you and I. And, and speaks about even that His robes will be shed even by the soldiers. Everything was given in detail, hundreds of years even before Jesus came. So when Jesus came, He was the fulfillment of the hope that God gives to us. So we thank the Lord. We thank God the Father that when He promised us something, He will fulfill what He has promised us in our lives. There is a difference between faith and hope. Because if we see in 1 Corinthians 13:13, 13, 13, the three greatest gifts. Meanwhile, these three remain: faith and hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. So faith and hope is differentiated because they are similar, they are connected, they are related, but they are different. Biblical hope is built on faith. Hope is the earnest expectation that comes with believing something good. Hope is a confident expectation that naturally stems from faith. Hope must involve something that is yet unseen. And Jesus' return is our blessed hope in Titus 2 verse 13. So when Simeon, And the prophetess Anna, when they went to the temple at the right time as led by the Holy Spirit, when Mary and Joseph brought Jesus into the temple to dedicate, to offer their offerings to God, it was the fulfillment. Their faith has been justified because of the hope that has been spoken of by God Himself. God revealed that I am going to send my son. And this is right from the beginning of the Bible, even in Genesis, when Adam and Eve sinned, God mentioned that the son that He's going to send will crush the head of Satan. So God has foretold, God has prophesied the coming Of our Lord Jesus Christ And this is the blessed hope That you and I have Biblical hope Hope is not only desires Something good for the future It expects it to happen Faith and hope are complementary Faith is grounded in the reality of the past Hope is looking to the reality of the future And take note That without faith There is no hope And without hope, there is no true faith Whenever we say yes to Jesus Whenever we turn away from our sinful life From our disobedience and our independent life And begin to ask God for forgiveness And say, I believe in you What comes into our lives? It is the Holy Spirit that brings hope in our life That there is more to this life than just living for this world. Even the Word of God says, how pitiful if we only believe Jesus just for this life. But Jesus has come to give Zoe life, divine life, eternal life to you and to me. So we have the hope of eternal life abiding in every true believer of Jesus Christ. There are three things that I would want to leave for you today. If you forget everything else, just remember these three things as we prepare ourselves for Christmas, as we prepare our hearts and our lives, as we ponder of how much God has given to us when He gave His Son to be the hope of the world. The first thing is that hope is summed up and contained fully In one person And his name is Jesus Christ Our hope is not based on Just our confession Our hope is not based on Reading the Bible Our hope is not Or even based on Coming to church Or being a member of the church But our hope is based on Trusting And surrendering our lives And inviting Jesus To come and transform us And make us a new creature So if you and I are still living the old life, if you and I are still sinning, if you and I are still walking in disobedience, the question that we will ask ourselves is, have we actually allowed the hope of God, the hope of Christ to come really into our lives? So this is something for you and I to consider. There are three words that is so powerful in Scripture and is found also in Psalms 42 verse 5 Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God For I shall again praise Him, my salvation Hope in Christ These are the three most powerful, encouraging, life-changing words that you and I, not just the preachers, not just the pastors, should preach to ourselves every day. We should talk to ourselves. We should confess to ourselves. We should declare to ourselves hope in God. When sickness comes, when trouble comes, when financial help comes, when our marriage is in tatters and is in trouble, what is the three things we need to confess? What is the three things that we need to preach to ourselves? Hope in God. Hope in Christ. God the Father introduced and gave the world a name that will forever change history, change nations, lives, communities, relationship, marriage, family, work, how we do work, even how we do our recreation And His name will be the hope of the world. And what is that name? The name is Jesus, Yeshua. In the Old Testament, it is Joshua. And what does it mean? It means God save or God is salvation. So whenever we come to the Lord Jesus Christ and acknowledge that He is our Savior and Lord and rescue from heaven... We declare that salvation is within me, that I am safe, I am delivered, I am made whole. And God is continually doing a transformation in my life, not just on the day I make that confession, the genuine and sincere confession, but every day of our life, His Spirit in us began to create that hope and began to disciple us and to mature us, to make us more and more like Christ. Jesus has been given the name that is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. There's no other name that we can be saved. There's no other name that you and I can have hope but in the name of Jesus. Jesus is equal to hope. Hope is equal to Jesus and it is found in one person. And we all know that the present-day calendar this year is 2021. is based on the first arrival of Jesus, the Son of God in Jerusalem, in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago to be the saviour of the world, to be the hope of the world. He saved us from our sins. He saved us from the wrath of God. He saved us from self-centeredness and from Independent living He saved us from unbelief And bondage to Satan He is Emmanuel God with us We cannot be indifferent Or neutral to that name You look in the scriptures You look in the gospels Either we love and embrace the name Or they will hate and reject that name We cannot stand on the fence and say I will wait and see because it is a matter of life and death whether we accept that name whether we believe that name whether because the word of god says and all those who call on the name of the lord will be saved brands come and go leaders come and go Government, institutions, and organizations and kingdoms come and go. Trends come and go. Technology come and go. Knowledge come and go. But Jesus, His name, His kingdom come and remains forever. Because at the end of the age, at the end of everything else, the only kingdom, the only name that matters will be the name of Jesus What does brand signify? It signifies quality, reliability, history, culture, character, influence. And the most famous brand now we have is Apple, Microsoft, Toyota, LV, Rolex. All these are famous brands because we know them because they are luxurious items. They are quality items. They are prominent because of the investment that has been made. Investors and managers Hope in choice portfolios, companies and corporates But the thing is about that is that when they, everything is always unpredictable they can, they can gain or they can lose their investment Because we are never sure There are so many factors affecting our investment If you want to have a sure investment If you want to have something that is We have unlimited and guaranteed immeasurable returns May I encourage you, exhort you, invest and place all your hope in Jesus. That name draws a clear line between the living and the dead. Heaven and hell, victory and defeat, reward and punishment, light and darkness, good and evil, rest and restlessness, peace and chaos. Brothers and sisters, Jesus is the only exception to the wise advice given by investors. Never to put all your eggs in one basket. And that is what the world is doing. They try, even religion is doing, they try to have as many gods as possible. They try to diversify and put so that they will not put their eggs in basket. But this doesn't apply to Jesus. When you, Jesus is the exception When you put your hope, your faith, your love And your complete trust in Jesus You will never lose out But you will gain in this life and in the life to come Jesus, you will discover and I've discovered too in my life Is everything that I need That means that our loved ones that God has blessed us, money, property, wealth, success, ministry, are good and a gift, but they are not indispensable. Only Jesus is indispensable. But sadly, many Christians, matured Christians fall apart, give up, get angry with God when they lose their dear loved one, either through death, through tragedy, or through breaking up of relationship, when they lose their possessions, when they lose their jobs, their business, their health, their ministry, or church. So the test in life is when God takes it from us, then we will know who or what is our true hope. Is Jesus is enough for us. As long as we have Jesus, We have hope. As much as I love my wife and I can, I will declare here that my wife is the best wife in the world. But if God were to take my wife before me, and this is something that I always discuss with my wife, who should go first? You know, my wife says, let me go first. If God were to take my wife from me, if God were to take my health from me, if God were to take my job and my finances, my land, my property from me, will I still have hope? The answer that Jesus wants from each one of us is an, a big yes. Because if everything else is taken from me, I still have the most important thing. I have Jesus who is my hope, who is my life. Look at Job. When his property, his wealth, his children and his health was taken away from him, he still hoped in God. Look at Abraham. When God asked him to sacrifice his son, he still hoped in God and that God will resurrect his son Isaac. Look at Joseph. When Joseph was taken away from his home, sold to slavery in prison, he still hoped in God. Look at Mary. When her future, her reputation, and her own Security was shocked and shaken when the angel Gabriel told her, You are going to bear Jesus, the Son of God. But she still hoped in God. Let it be to me according to your word. The same thing with the apostles, the same thing with you and I, brothers. We have a godly pattern in the word that you and I are called to hope in God. Three words. If you forget everything else, is hope in God, hope in Christ Secondly, hope is also in the first arrival of Jesus 2,000 years ago will be the fuel and the training and the preparation For our hope for the second arrival of our Lord Jesus When He comes for us in the rapture So faith in what Jesus has done 2,000 years ago, we believe everything that has been recorded because it is by divine revelation. It is the inspiration of God that Jesus has done it all for you and I. And Jesus also mentioned that I am coming again. I am going to prepare a place for you. And where I am, there you will be also. And so the faith that we have will lead us to also have hope in God, that Jesus we are hoping for his second arrival. And just as his first arrival was prophesied and predicted and came true and was fulfilled fully in Christ Jesus, Jesus fulfilled almost all the prophecies of the Old Testament, and there are certain other prophecies that will be fulfilled in his second coming, in his second arrival. Every time we are preparing ourselves for Christmas, we are preparing ourselves with this. The season of Advent May we also be reminded More importantly To prepare ourselves For His second arrival That He will come and snatch us And we will be caught up And taken to be with the Lord Before the seven years of tribulation on earth starts And we will return again with the Lord After the tribulation And the judgment And reign with Him One thousand years And after that Will be part of the eternal kingdom and the new heaven and the new earth. Paul says, To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles and the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Do you know that we are not blessed as fully as we are right now? That there is a glory that God is going to place into our lives. And part of that glory is to be in the presence of God, is to see God face to face, is to see our Lord face to face forever and ever. That is part of the glory and the reward and the crown that is waiting for us if we continue to hope in God in this life in spite of the trials in spite of the storms in spite of the challenges and the testing and temptations that we have to go through in this life Jesus says in John chapter 14 that He is coming again Do not let your hearts be troubled You trust in God Jesus says Trust also in me Faith is believing that Jesus rose from the dead on Easter morning, and hope is believing that Jesus says, Because I live, you will live. And this is part of the scripture of us when we are waiting for the second arrival. Faith in the first arrival will begin to fuel our hope in the second arrival. And in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16 to verse 18. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command and with the voice of an archangel and with the sound of a trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. How do we sustain and maintain our hope in this troubled world? It is to continue to believe and to continue to meditate on every promise of God, including the one that I've just read in First Thessalonians, that Jesus is coming back for His church. Jesus is coming back for His saints, His holy ones. Jesus is coming back for all those who will continue to hope in Him from the beginning right until the very end. So the ultimate reality is the unseen spiritual reality and the glorious coming of our King and our Lord. What we can see one day will disappear, will be gone but what will be replaced is something that is unseen, something that you and I will finally, God will reveal to us the things that God has prepared for us. Thirdly, can you and I live without hope today? Life without hope is meaningless, is frightening, is stressful and empty. The world is not getting any better, but in reality, is getting worse. Sometimes when I get upset, sometimes when I get disappointed with certain people, uh, not in the church, but uh, outside, even when you're driving, when you're in the restaurant, when you're in the neighbourhood, sometimes the way people behave, and immediately, God reminds me, the Spirit reminds me that this is part and parcel of living in a world that is controlled by the evil one. But who controls the evil one? The Lord Jesus, the Lord of glory. He is the creator. And even the evil one, even Satan and demons, are also created beings. And every created being will one day have to bow down and declare and acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. Jesus wants us, that we are going to have trials and tribulation and troubled times. And that is why we need Jesus. We need hope. We need Him in order to be resilient, in order to endure, in order to be patient, in order to be victorious, in order to allow testings and temptations and troubles to begin to purify us, to begin to shape us, our character, our life. May we be never the same as we were last month, last year, a few years ago. Because everything that God allows to come into our lives, whether it is health issues, whether it's financial issues, whether it's relationship issues, whether it's ministry issues, is part and parcel of God's test in our lives. It is to ensure that we keep our feet planted on the rock of Jesus, on the hope of the world, that we will not always look at our problems, but we will look at the one who gives hope in the midst of our problem. Second Timothy three one five says, But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, Without self-control, brutal, not loving God and loving good, sorry. Treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Brothers and sisters, may I be very honest with you. I pray we will not come under these categories of those whose hope is not in God. Whose hope is in themselves, whose hope is what the world can give, whose hope is in what the enemy can give, whose hope is to, to pleasure, to satisfy their sinful desires. There are three essentials that we need in life. You know that good things in the Bible, from God comes in trees. In redemption, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And in our response to God of what the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit has done and continue to do in our lives is to hope in God because He is the God of hope. There are three essential things that Jesus has given us as the key, as the answer, as the solution how we can continue to have hope in a hopeless and helpless world. The three essentials are found in First Corinthians 13, 13. Meanwhile, these three remains, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. These three essentials, faith, hope, and love, are non-negotiable for each and every one of us. Even for unbelievers, they do not know it yet, but they need to know the hope of God. They need to know the hope of the world so that they can receive this three fully. Love, faith, and hope. We are created by a loving God to love and to be loved. We are called to live by faith in God, trusting in His sovereign and wise plans and purpose, even where we don't fully understand or don't know everything or cannot see the outcome or evidence as yet. And that's why we need faith. And hope is derived from experiencing the love of God and expecting that God is true to His Word. He is trustworthy and all-powerful to secure our future inheritance and blessing. In God, He will give us a future and our hope. May God of the hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing or having faith, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. What we need in living in this world, in this broken and fallen world, we need to continually be replenished, be filled with hope from God. And who is the one who fills us daily? It is the Holy Spirit. It is the Word of God. It is being obeying and following Jesus. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. And be constant in prayer. The most dangerous and harmful thing in life is to lose hope is to have no hope or to give up. Hope is so powerful and a gift of God for every man and woman. Just like the gift of faith and the gift of love. People fall sick. People are mentally and emotionally troubled. People deteriorate quickly the moment they lose hope or they don't see light at the end of the tunnel. The Word of God says hope delayed makes the heart sick. But desire fulfilled is a tree of life. I just received a very powerful testimony from one of our Horeb recipients that this family of eight were in such trouble, especially during the pandemic, and somehow they found out about Horeb, and Horeb has been helping them. And they testified that because of the love, the tangible love of caring and giving to him and his family, He has given His life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And yesterday, all eight of them were baptized in a church in KL because they are living in KL. But they say that we actually belong to glad tidings because of the love and the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. Let's give glory to God that we can be the hope of the world. Because Jesus is the hope, we can be the hope of the world. This ring that I wear is a commitment, is a vow that I made to my wife for our wedding, for our marriage. And in this, that we, it's a reminder of our hope that we will be together for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer, to death do its part. But there's something even stronger than this ring, this commitment. It is God's commitment to us. It's God's faithfulness to us. May you hope in God. May you trust in God. When you and I have found hope, then as a church, we should also be the hope, the light of the world. And the things that we are doing right now, even in Horeb, in the food bank, in the counselling ministry, in the grief counselling ministry, even the connect group ministry, in are winning souls for Jesus, even in the mission fields, it is to bring hope to the world. And you and I, are vessels of hope. May we continue to bring that hope. May we be igniters of hope to others as Jesus has ignited our life with His hope. We want to just sing this song before I pray for you. I just want to ask the worship team to come even as we just sing this song together. that hope receive the only hope that matters in this life and he offers it to anyone and everyone who is lost who is desperate who is hopeless who is helpless and who cannot find purpose or meaning in their life because when jesus the hope of the world when jesus the life giver when jesus the rescue from heaven comes into your life and my life. He is going to plant in you such a strength, such a hope that will never be shaken, that you and I can endure. You and I can be resilient no matter what comes against us. Even if we lose people in our lives, even if our health is still not good, Even if our financial situation is still have not recovered And even if our relationships are in tatters and broken Hope is still there in our life Because Jesus will never leave us, Lord He will raise us up He will transform us And He will give us the strength to prepare for His second arrival And when He comes He will reward When He comes He will bless When He comes He will crown you With His glory And when He comes He will take you And I To be with Him In heaven Forever And we will rule And reign with Him Forever That is the hope That is within us Christ in us The hope of glory You don't have to live Without hope today Hope Is so near And is found in only one name The name of Jesus Christ Yeshua God saves God is salvation I just want to give an opportunity If you are convicted You know that the word is calling you Jesus is speaking to you The Holy Spirit is doing something within your spirit Surrender And hold the hand of the hope of heaven Jesus Christ And just follow me after this prayer Lord Jesus I believe that you are the hope of the world That in your name I can be saved from the wrath of God From the judgment of God For all the wrong that I've done That in you There will be cleansing and forgiveness Forgive me for my rebellious life, disobedient life, independent life. And I turn around today to say, come Lord Jesus. Come and be my Lord and my Saviour and forgive me and cleanse me. I believe in you that you are the Son of God. You are the Messiah and you are the only hope of the world. And from today onwards, I will trust in you. I will hope in you and I will be blessed by you. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm your child. I'm your follower of you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Congratulations and praise God if you have said the prayer sincerely, genuinely with a heart of hope and faith. You have now been loved and blessed and the spirit of god is doing something transformative in your life radical in your life do click on the link and let us know so that we can follow up with you we can disciple you we can help you on your journey of hope and life and peace and blessing and for the other group who have been reminded again that christmas is not just christmas tree not just Glitter and likes Not just presence But more importantly The presence of hope In each of our lives Never give up Even no matter what situation You are in right now Only the Lord knows If you are in a very difficult situation And you feel that you Are helpless and hopeless Be reminded again Be encouraged again Hope in god hope in christ father i pray for those here who are now putting their hands in their hearts and they are desperate for a breakthrough desperate for healing desperate for their relationships desperate for their finances for their jobs for their business father i pray right now lord even for those in ministry who are struggling i pray That you will be their hope You will be their help You will be their rescue That has always with them 24-7 So bless and touch each one of them We give you thanks Lord Not just today Not just at this moment But every day They will speak to themselves They will preach to themselves I will hope in God Because Lord Jesus, you are my blessed hope You are my only hope And you are the hope of the world Let me just pray a blessing for you before we end This is again another triune blessing If when you have hope, you will have the grace, the love And the presence of God in the Holy Spirit with you the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. May you abound in hope each day because Jesus Emmanuel is with you. God bless you.